Hey, welcome to Make It So-So, a podcast about the not-so-good episodes of Star Trek. This episode, we're talking about Concerning Flight, which is episode 11 of season 4 of Star Trek Voyager. Janeway is trapped on a planet that is owned by space pirates, and her only way out is with the help of a holographic Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> of course. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who want, uh, Beth, you want to take it away with first impressions? Sure. Uh, I'm um, Dan. I'm Beth. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. <laughs> and I'm Newman. All right. Yeah. You all should know that by now anyway, listeners. Yeah, so. pretty much. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Um, Beth, first sure. impression. Sorry, so guys. So <laughs> my first impression of this episode was just kind of meh. This episode, well, I got done watching it for the second time, and I was just like, this is an episode. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't know if that's unfair, but I don't really have any strong feelings about this episode either way. So I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say. Okay. Um, yeah, Dan, what are your what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm just glad to be back on Voyager. Uh, <laughs> the original series is like a rusty cheese grater to the eyes. <laughs> but uh, Voyager, while really shitty, I don't know. I just I appreciate the uh, modern TV making ability of uh, of at least the the 1990s. Yeah, modern modern Star yeah. Trek. Like, uh, yeah, so exactly. that, that being said, it is. <laughs> It's really stupid. Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't understand how people with the means to make a TV show also thought that these things were good ideas. Yes. All right, that's it. I just love that you're, um, like, you you were such a big proponent, a big hater of Voyager, but after watching a bunch of the original series, you're like, oh, Voyager's so much better. Excited to get back <laughs> like, to it. It's, just, sure. it's all about comparison, I guess. Rel- yeah. Relatively. Relativity. Yeah. Time, time and, you know, exposure to different things. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Anyway. Um, I hate this episode. I really yeah. hate this episode. Uh, one, a, a few years ago, I was watching through Voyager, episode by episode. This episode made me stop doing that. Oh, really? Like, when I saw it, I was like, that's enough. I've had it. This is ridiculous. Well, that was a bad idea in the first place. And, yeah, right. But, but yeah. But okay. this episode, just, I'll, I'll always remember that this one being the reason that I stopped watching. Hmm. I just, um, it, it's horrible. I, I think so, it's terrible. So what you're saying is I think the acting is, it... is atrocious. <laughs> So what you're saying is that it has a very special place in your heart. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> this is one of the episodes I thought about doing for this podcast ever since we started doing this podcast. Oh, so. okay. Perfect. Right. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's uh... quite a few, like, abandoned plot lines that I'm sure we'll get into. But, um, yeah, just yeah. read as, like, generic episode to me. I don't know. There was, I don't know. There just, like, wasn't anything that I thought was particularly good or particularly bad. Um, you didn't just think it was a thing was that happened. Bad? Um, I mean, there's a lot of bad, yeah. I, I think. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, I mean, there's a, there's a good amount of bad, but we've like, we've seen bad. Maybe, maybe my perception has changed too, in the same way that Dan's has. We, we got done True. reviewing a True. bunch of really bonkers off the wall. Right. Original series. And now this doesn't seem as crazy. Well, I, I think that's yeah, fair. It's, it's just, although you, Beth, are usually very positive. That's so true. to you <laughs> for you to be like kind of midline on this one. That's oh, yeah. true. Maybe Good maybe point. shows just how Speaks bad it really volumes. is. Good point. Good yeah. point. No, uh, yep. uh this is not better than the original series. It's just bad in a way that's more watchable. Right. Sure. Like I'm hating characters and dialogue yeah. instead yeah. of like 
everything about the production. (laughs) Yes. To be fair, yeah, I think a lot of the things that don't read well in the original series do have to do with production quality, but... um, Yeah. All right. So let's let's start this pile of garbage. All right. So So it starts off right away with uh, Janeway and Leonardo da Vinci hanging out. Mm -hmm. Mm Because why not? Why not? Yeah. (laughs) Except, okay. So Leonardo calls Janeway Katarina. Katarina, Mm -hmm. yes. Did did they ever say why? So there there is one previous appearance of this Leonardo uh, the Da Vinci character okay. in a previous episode, um, where he's a similar type of like like Jamie will go to him when there's a problem, like get some advice, kind of like a mentor. Hmm. Um, she does why call him he, maestro. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> why hmm. he calls her Katarina, I do not know. Maybe I that's just the. Of, I kind of assumed it was like an Italian or, version of Catherine. No. Right. Um. Yeah. But, but maybe that's what. Yeah. Yeah. But her name's Jane. Oh, hold on. What's, her name's Catherine Janeway. Catherine Janeway. Cat- oh, okay. She's Captain Janeway. I think by the last name. Thanks. But <laughs> I'm I'm glad you came up with that because Katerina also happened to be Leonardo da Vinci in real life. His mom's name. Oh, which, which, oh. Cha- which, cha- yeah, that oh. second O is exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Because there's, like, I couldn't even tell if there was like a romantic thing going on. Right. At some points, yes. At some points, no. <laughs> but either way, uh, it's his mom's name, and I didn't know Jamie's oh, first name. Okay. That would be such a better theory. Like this I mean, whole episode is his love affair with his mom. Like someone mentions in the episode, actually, I think she mentions when she's talking to Tuvok, because I think he asks her, like, why do you give so much of a shit about Leonardo da Vinci? And she says, like, he was a Renaissance man. Everyone has studied him. Everyone from scholars, Freud analyzed his. Didn't she say something like his relationship with his mother? Something like that. Maybe Uh, maybe. she starts Uh, listing off like a number of researchers who have like delved deep into his history his really yeah but she does mention freud as one of them okay anyways i think this episode would be way more fun if it was a secretive theory about an incestual relationship between leonardo da vinci and his mom no well you don't agree maybe (laughs) i I I don't want to watch that episode no but you did though (laughs) i think that uh, i think that jamie's acting is so bad that any hints of what was meant to be is just lost. Because her acting in this episode is just... It's over I the think top. it's abysmal, but that's... Yeah. Okay, so so yeah. speaking of acting, uh, Leonardo yeah. da Vinci is played by mm-hmm. John... Is it Reese or Riss? John Reese davies Something like that, yeah. Anyway, he, yeah. he's he's pretty big. He's been in other stuff. He was Gimli in Lord of Absolutely. the Rings. And oh, my really? personal favorite, he was uh, Sala in... Indiana Jones. Yes, he's awesome in those. Which uh, one? Remind me again who that who oh, okay, is. Okay, I, I got it. I got it. Bad dates. <gasps> okay. That <Yeah>. guy. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to me, he's always going to be bad dates. But anyway. <laughs> uh, he, I thought he overacted the hell out of this. Oh, he did. He was, he was oh, playing yeah. it like like a like a like he was on stage. Like he had yes. to yell everything. Yes. And he was a cartoon. So... Yeah. And I, I normally yeah. like him. I think he's great. This episode, just he's just I, he's horrible. I, I don't know if he was trying to play off of Janeway's character, probably. Yeah. Because she's so like monotone, 
horrible that maybe he was trying to, you know, do the opposite. I mean, yeah. it, it could, it's possible, although unlikely that the director may have asked him to play it up because he is a holog hologram. So like he is a caricatured representation of actual Leonardo da Vinci stored in a memory bank somewhere. So uh, that's perhaps an explanation, perhaps. but I think they were playing it as though he was a, a good uh, reconstruction of the original guy. Yeah, yeah. that's probably true. Or, you know, that in the narrative of the story, it was supposed to be really him. Sure. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah, a hologram. It, again, like Tubok asks, like, do you trust him and stuff like that? And and she's like, oh, yeah, this is definitely Leonardo. Of course. Yeah. I should definitely <laughs> trust him. So anyway, um, the, okay. in the in the opening frame, they're soaking wet. Yeah. And it's because uh, Da Vinci's trying out his his flying machine and right. they tried it off a bridge and they fell in the water. And everyone's laughing at him or something. Yeah, yes. they're 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 up in his like balcony and they're all shouting up to him, "You suck!" Basically, and he's yeah. yelling back down to them. Mm -hmm. Um, which okay, so <laughs> <laughs> this goes into just a, a broader discussion. The holodeck, these characters, like, so like, the doctor is more than just a, a holodeck program. He's like a you know, crazy smart AI. Mm -hmm. This episode though makes it seems like this Da Vinci character is essentially also like the Doctor in that he's free thinking. He yes, yeah, he has. But but that's not what other episodes represent holodeck well, characters. Okay, so that really I, bothered me a lot. I don't really understand the mechanics of the holodeck. I don't think anyone does. They where <laughs> where where the hell does the Doctor exist? Because he, go ahead, go he ahead. has his he has his own separate emitter. So he's not sick part bay. of the ship's computer. Uh, he he, I think he, he is. is technically, but he has his own like subframe. I, I, I guess you could say that's permanently in sick bay. OK, so but, so so he's like his own little tiny. CPU. OK, he has to be. Because right. they, they they steal the computer and, right. he's, and he's not stolen. Exactly. Right. Which, right. okay. So, spoiler alert, they steal the computer. Someone steals yeah. the computer. Yeah. But they space say several yeah, space space pirates. Pirates. We, we several times they say that the computer, that they what they steal is the processor, not yeah. like the entire computer, because the rest of the ship is like running. So, basically, they just stole like the RAM? Is that correct? Right. Of this I was computer? confused about no. I was confused by that too. Okay. They, I don't know. Like because okay. like when they go, because, we'll go against, yeah. for instance, like later on in the episode, Janeway is confronts the guy who stole it and he's trying to sell it to her, but it he asks it questions and it's the computer's voice that comes back, which would imply right. that it's kind of like the whole computer, not a piece of the computer. That's what I thought. First, yeah. and then yes. watching the, the the second time, they do kind of make a differentiation. Yes, they do. But yes, when Janeway, we're jumping all over the place, but that, but that, but that's fine. <laughs> when when Janeway finds it, it's like a huge thing. It's like yeah. a massive unit, which has to be the whole computer. It's well, multiple right? units, including one that has a glowing ball of white light, which is my working model <laughs> right. of how computers actually work. Is that they're sure. just orbs of energy inside 
housings and absolutely yeah that they spit yes. out what you need so sure yeah absolutely. Yeah. anyway I, so theory I, confirmed. Have no, I have no idea what happened in this episode i, I watched it three times oh god only, i'm sorry only like yeah. reading summaries is the only way i kind of pieced it together yeah but like there are like three separate times when they mention the main computer and I the the machine they're showing, I thought that was the main computer. So yes. the next time they showed something else and referred to it as the main computer, I I I was very confused and I still don't understand. I had the same problem as you mm-hmm. because uh and oh. sorry listeners, so we're just we're we're just going into it. But so like <laughs> she confronts the big version of the computer. Is that mm-hmm. the later wall? Right. Okay. Later it- they sneak into that other place and there's that the one that you're talking about, Beth, Look, looks like the... a rocket ship. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. So what's the, which one is which, or are they both uh, it? I, I you know don't what know, I mean? Man. They never answered that question. We don't know what it does. We don't know what it looks like. <laughs> we actually know. We do know what it looks like in two non similar ways. Right. I, yeah. So maybe they were two pieces of the same component. One was here. One was there. The other thing that concerns me is that these space pirates stole a lot more than the computer. They stole weapons. They stole uniforms at some point, which no one addressed. Um, And the the only thing they recover is the computer. I'm like, which I I guess that's the most, I guess that's the most important aspect of what was taken. But they probably should have got the other stuff because they're on this uh, indefinite, infinitely indefinite mission. That's a fantastic point. So, That's a fantastic point. <laughs> like, yeah. Confer- so just, I just want to put that out there to lend support for Dan's pervasive theory that Janeway does not actually <laughs> want to get home. So. Oh, I, I, well, we're going to get there. Okay. You know, okay we just, we just right. gotta Why don't we go finish the this. cold okay. opening? Yeah. So we're, okay. we're still in the opening, even though we've yeah. talked about most of the episode. But anyway. Sure. So um, I believe that when people go into the holodeck, they go, they choose some kind of recreation simulation that they want yeah okay so right. she's hanging out with da vinci mm-hmm. and essentially she's accusing him of abandoning his most important works right mm-hmm. trying to get him to like stick with them he, he he's he's jumping from that from one to another she's she's saying he's like she's like you need to spend more time working on this instead of these five other things but what's the end goal it's not like like if it's not like she's going to change history and like convince him to do right. this thing. Like, uh, and what? She yeah. just she's challenging herself to see if she could convince Da Vinci to do the thing. I guess so. Yeah. I, I wonder I, if she wants to see, like, if this is a simulation, how a particular project may have turned out if he saw it through to the end or something. Maybe. But I think but really then, yeah. in this he's, moment, she's just trying to talk him down from leaving. Florence, because he's talking about leaving Florence and going yeah. to France because the king of France loves them or some shit. But then so she like, could just be like, computer, make, you know, make him stay. And then that's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, you're right. Yeah, it's not it's not like this. This like program is free thinking. At least I never thought the hologram well, were free thinking yeah. before. Obviously, she can control the situation, but I'm just talking about like if you buy in to what they're, I think, trying to say, yeah. I don't understand why. Like, it's not like she's trying to get Same him here. to figure out some new invention thing. They Like, she is literally in control of a starship, and he's working on making a glider. 
Like, right. uh, yeah, I, I yeah, you're right. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I don't get what it. the end goal would be unless it was like a sculpture or a painting or something. But yeah, you're right. Like she and doesn't I, need him to see a glider through to the end. No. And okay. <laughs> I didn't think may, about it like that. <laughs> maybe I missed a major theme of the episode, but do, do we ever find out like what, why he was abandoning them or what happens if he sticks with one of them? See, this is where, no, this is one of the many, so. <laughs> I this is one of it. the many plot lines that I think just get kind of abandoned in the episode. We're going to talk about a couple more like mid episode, yeah. but yeah, they're just, they kind of like start down a path, which I don't know, could be kind of interesting. Like if the rest of the episode is focused on him finishing a beautiful sculpture and then the reveal is that it, it looks like Janeway or something. And now that's etched in history. Uh, like that'd be kind of fun, um, well, we but that's do, not, that's not even yeah. close. Well, we do kind of get a, a, you know, finalization of one of his goals at the ending of the episode that yeah, does come back around true. a little. That's but true. I had nothing to do with him sticking with it. It was about people right. giving him alien technology. Right. Yeah. Right. That's true. Like, yeah. So there's maybe no way the, that's what she was going for. Maybe right. the moral is if actual Leonardo da Vinci had alien technology, he would have been able to do even cooler stuff. He I have been no able, doubt about that. Had, if he had access to ancient, like, or no, access to alien technology, he would be able to accomplish what we see as mundane and boring tasks. Yes, like he didn't do anything interesting. He literally made a glider. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so she's 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 begging him to stick with his dreams or whatever, and. Mm-hmm. Then there's an earthquake. Yeah. The, oh uh, my God. Except if shakes. Has yeah. anyone addressed the issue that Da Vinci doesn't say anything about the way that Janeway is dressed in the scene? Like the whole rest of the movie or rest of the episode, she has on like period garb, kind of like not even really just not her uniform, but in this yeah. scene, she's in her, her uniform, which I thought was odd because um, she would have uh, stuck out like crazy. Yeah. I think. Uh, later on in the episode, they talk about how the computer program is supposed to respond to whatever input as though mm-hmm. it fits uh, into his time period narrative. Okay. Yeah. All right. Never mind then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, that's All fine. Right. That That's a fine thing to notice because other episodes, hologram or holiday characters have said, oh, that's a funny outfit you're wearing. Yes, you know? Yeah. So, so, yeah. Right. Hmm. Yeah, but so so, yeah. so this earthquake is not really an earthquake. It's that the the ship is being fired upon. Yes. So yep. immediately Janeway stops playing around with mm-hmm. uh, her fantasy games and rejoins <laughs> rejoins the, uh, the the ship mm-hmm. to find out that there's like five or six tiny ships flying around them. Yeah, shooting this weird beam that transports materials out of the ship. Because they're, yeah. they're they're stealing the items, basically like a transporter phaser, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, which I thought was extremely like lazy. It's like okay, <laughs> For I, mean, I mean, come on, <laughs> like it it just seemed like and the things they were taking were just seemed very random. Like they took so the main the, computer, but were but were these beams like like I mean you you never saw the beam inside the ship, so it's like things were just evaporating. I don't know. They, I thought it was kind of they were beaming away, just like 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 you see people do, right? But then why why do you need the laser? Just beam the things away. Could, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. because this episode needs to win Voyager another Emmy. Needs some action. Oh yeah, it needs, oh, needs, well, 
need those special effects. That's true. I don't think this one won an Emmy, though. But Darn I it. could be wrong. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, so, yeah. okay, so the so, main computer's gone. They specifically say navigation, weapons, and a whole bunch of other stuff. They're all down. Yeah. Right. So without, I guess, a targeting system, Janeway just says, fire at will. Just keep, yeah. keep, keep firing until you hit something. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy because, like, if you have valuable things on those ships, <gasps> you'd want them back. What if you like blew up your main computer and right? Because they they actually hit and blew up Man, one of the ships. They did. Yeah. Go- wow, Janeway makes and then you're bad fucked. decisions. Right. That's was it. That's a bad one. If oh they- yeah. <laughs> was it reckless or was it, was it part of the plan? Calculated. Part of the plan. <laughs> All right. Example number one. <laughs> anyway <laughs> so um, uh yeah yeah Go ahead. so th- so that's that's the cold open i'm pretty sure yeah uh, oh yeah, yeah 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 now i have a question how long are they seeking out their their stuff 10 days yeah 10 days yes okay i'm gonna jump forward just a little bit because okay. it seems like Da Vinci has been on the planet for like oh, five yes. years. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he knows everyone. <laughs> right. Um. What? Like, come on! Like, I just that that blew me away. Like, he's he's a patron of a prince. He's been to places. He's mm-hmm. like, um, follow, he's been to like the lots prince. of places. Yeah, yeah. He's he, he's he had time. Hold on. When has he been in other places? Okay, so he mentioned. Okay, towards the end of the episode, when Da Vinci is walking with Janeway through the compound where they're looking for the computer, yeah. he mentions that all of those compounds look kind of the same, which implies that he's been to all of them. He's right. Like, they're all the same, but a little different, is what he said. Yeah he he makes a remark about oh. how he follows the the prince on all, all like all of his travels to different lands. Yeah. And I was like, how long have you been here for? <laughs> like, does time pass differently this on this like planet another, or something? This is like his own version of Groundhog Day or something. Right. He's just, I don't know. Ten I years like, have I, gone by. He, like, he, set up, he sets a lab up. He's oh, yeah, built that's stuff true. On, he's built stuff on hillsides. Well, it's like, the yeah. lab part I can excuse because... Okay, sorry. Da Vinci is on the this planet where all the other ma- materials yeah. are. Um, and... He, he Da Vinci's talking about his patron, the prince of the city, mm-hmm. who we found out the bad guy. His name is Tao. Yeah. Um, but Tao created Da Vinci, or at least downloaded him into this mobile emitter, the thing the doctor uses to walk around the ship outside of Sydney, right. which was also <laughs> stolen. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So why is why does Tao make Leonardo Da Vinci? And how does he, he even know to make him? No? He didn't make him. What I read online, one theory is that since he was still running, when the when the CPU was stolen, mm-hmm. he like beamed down to to the planet with the CPU. Now, how the emitter got onto him, I have no idea because he would need that to walk have around and do stuff on See, the planet. Yeah. No. No. So uh, how how the prince know that that emitter? would keep him intact plus you like, know what i mean does the emitter have a range restriction i think so the computer is being <laughs> held at a compound like not near i th- well where he is in the, the doctor city, right? can walk around the whole ship and does, and does, can beam does he down wear this thing yes the doctor wears this thing and every oh okay i didn't know that yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah um, um 
But okay, no, so Doctor can beam down. Okay. Yeah. Tuvok is the Vulcan, right? Yes. yes. Tuvok specifically says, "Oh, he must have been downloaded into the mobile, mobile emitter by the mm. prince." It, it's Tuvok's theory that I, I'm going with. It well, kind of seems like a throwaway their okay. explanation of it. Yeah, but what? Yeah. Well, then, but, yeah. How would how would this man who's never been to Earth know about this historic figure? Yeah, or from or, Earth. Or even even if let's say he did, let's say okay. Le- Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci just appears on yeah. out of this mobile emitter. Sure. Why would the prince <laughs> use or care about him? Like, right. Given given this lab, like he yeah. doesn't do anything with it. He said no. he says that he says that the prince gives him all this stuff for in exchange for his ideas, right. of which we see none. Right, because mm. he's making co- compared to that planet's um, society, which Tuvok says is mostly pulled together from other stuff mm-hmm. still seems pretty advanced. It's super modern. Yeah. So, and you know, Leo would be making, you know, pretty archaic stuff. I'm, I'm thinking he is. So he... why would the Prince need any of what he's doing? Well, like, to be it, fair, right. to be fair, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of the same idea of like giving, giving Google engineers 10 hours a week to work on pet projects just to see what they could come up with. You know what I mean? Like when you give people who are good at building things like tools and time, like they might come up with something really interesting. This guy is like a space pirate who doesn't give a shit about that kind of stuff. Well, no, but he does though. His, his business (laughs) is selling that stuff. No, So if you could could be a productive thing, I think if you gave children access to Google, you know, software, technology, whatever. That's not what I meant. I meant like when you give, when you give creative and, and, and smart people time and resources, they can come up with interesting, potentially useful things. No, I mean, so I, if I were to make a bet as the prince of whatever, I could so give like this guy some thing. Yeah. Like maybe okay. he's tired of being right. a space prior. Who knows? I mean, his job, his business uh, is to sell shit. So like if Da Vinci can come up with something that he can sell to people, that's what he's going to be interested in. But right, I can buy that. All right. I, <laughs> I get what you're saying. To me, the prince didn't seem like that kind of guy who sure. was going to. It's probably think about easier that kind to steal it. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> um, I just think he wouldn't have given a shit about this holographic character. Probably uh, not. Yeah. But, but you know what? <laughs> Fair, fair enough. Fair I'm enough. just, yeah, maybe I'm just but, grasping, but and, uh, I no. don't see it as that weird. <laughs> no, that's true. That's fine. Yeah. And fine. we, I apologize if we talk about this already, but just the nature of holograms, mm-hmm. this emitter, this little machine yeah. hangs on the neck of a hologram. Oh, yeah. Right. right. Uh, is a hologram How does that work? <laughs> more than a hologram that I know Well, yeah, of? I mean, we've... We've touched on that before. Um, I, the I rules change in the holodeck. Though, there was other stuff right. besides just the hologram. I mean, the the doctor can walk around the ship and touch people and be a be a solid form. Um, but he can also choose not to. Hmm. All right. Okay. I mean, um, that's that's nitpicking. The, I guess, but the Da Vinci character might just be you know falling into programming and just you know you're in a room interact with solid objects. So, but yet later in the episode, spoiler, uh, when he gets shot, it goes right through him. So it's like, he's that, that makes no sense because then that would 
defeat my theory. So right, the, yeah. well, the emitter, yeah, so. wouldn't be able to <laughs> stay on a non right solid thing. It's just true, Abs- absolutely, yeah, right. I don't know. Um, so it's all a bunch of hogwash. So actually, so just one <laughs> tiny thing that we that we skipped a little bit is um sure. before we get to the planet when we're looking for the planet, um, yeah. Harry joins seven of nine mm-hmm. to like mess with like navigation whatever thing to find te- their, their stuff right, yeah right, i think right, they're right. using some existing system to try to find their stuff right now um there's like a super awkward tension between them yeah, yeah. and and seven is like super mean to him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did they like date or or something <laughs> um well this is her why right this is her first season um season four um so they're still trying to um kind of like incorporate her as an ex-borg into the show so she's pretty much mean to everyone mm-hmm. okay so she's just cold she's that just she's very, later she's okay. super cold she's I, mean to I, everyone uh, okay i thought she was like specifically like fuck harry uh no i don't think it's him i think it's everybody okay um because um that that's a theme that she goes through the her entire time on the show mm-hmm. is you know becoming less mean and more of a like a like a human being okay. um so yeah but that's a that's a drop plot line in this episode yeah i thought yeah because <laughs> she would come to respect harry for something or well, it right come, it, it comes right. up again too later so if we jump forward like this is sure. It doesn't matter if we jump forward because the plotline right. doesn't go anywhere. Um, right. Later on, we see her and she's interacting with the doctor who's now stuck in sick bay. Um, yeah. And he's basically scanning her and checking over her Borg implants and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And he's asking her basically, like, hey, what's the tea? You know, like he's he's bored in sick bay. So he wants to know what's going on on the ship. And right. he he mentions that he heard that there was a little kerfuffle in the dining hall. Well, the kerfuffle was that she really offended Bolana and they got in a fight. Um for whatever reason. So like, I thought that would go somewhere too. Like, Oh, they got in a fight. Like there'd be something interesting. Right. Cause the, and like, Oh, the doctor wants to know all the drama going on on the ship. Like what's going to happen here. But they literally do not come back to that at all. We nope, never see it. the see, doctor again. We don't yeah, hear about I, seven or nine or Bolana again for the rest of the episode. Well, I don't really right. think that was, that scene was for her. It was more to show how like weirdly lonely the doctor is without his yeah, mobile emitter. Yeah, and he gets like he's like trying he to catch up by weird gossip, it. and I he does get weird about I, it. I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like that. Yeah, at he all. Yeah. he was very undoctor like in this episode. Yeah, um, I think that's just bad writing. I don't, it, I don't see the doctor being that way because he'd spent three seasons in trapped sick in sick bay oh, before. You know what? Right. I think I think I just figured it out. Okay, so there was no real urgency to get the emitter back. Mm-hmm. Unless we saw that the doctor really needed it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. True. All right. Very true. I, and you know okay. what? You should definitely be able to pick up on like important themes, maybe watching an episode once instead of three times yes, and then t- talking on your podcast about <laughs> it. Well, sure. I think so. Uh, you're, you know what? You're 100% right because by this point, the emitter hadn't been around very long. Hmm. Um, he gets it near the end of season three, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So he's only had it for a handful of, of episodes. So, yeah. So, yep. Huh. You're right. Okay. You're right. All right. I feel yeah. like this podcast is out, just guys. turning into us kind of trying to figure out, like, why the episodes are so bad. 
Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> in investigation. Yeah. All right. Yeah, perfect. absolutely. <laughs> oh, I finally got it. Season two. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So uh, Da Vinci has a weird theory on how he got to this planet, which he refers to as America. Right. It's yes. like it's super weird. He calls so it America. Oh, it must be America. Right. He thinks he's been like human trafficked by the Spanish. Yeah. And everyone just like, oh yeah, totally. That's that's plausible. Sure, why not? Yeah, and then Janeway tells him <laughs> that she was also human trafficked by the Portuguese. Yeah, and she yeah. she just kind of like ices over this so fast. It's like, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that's how I got here too. It's like <laughs> long story. It's Portuguese, couple hurricanes. And Do you know I'm how here. long it would take? Like it took what, like a couple months to get to the Americas by boat, like right. by ship. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, like six months, right? So, so like, he's like, he, he basically says, like, I think I was knocked out. Like, you've been yeah. dead. <laughs> like, and wouldn't he be super, like, shocked that she is there? Because, yeah. like, just the chances of that meeting from both being kidnapped is, like, is like astronomical, <laughs> right. you know? But he's right. just like, oh, hey, great to see you. I mean, he's Here's the working on. He should be able to figure out those odds, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> like, uh yeah that was that was crazy he's a Um, genius i guess forget (laughs) although he hasn't really seen like one this this episode no that's fine um all right so i think janeway wants to like get away and search for a thing or who cares because they they, uh he he takes them to his lab i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. yes 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 yes. um i think we're at the start of act or like midway through act two by now Mm -hmm. um he takes him to his lab where she has a uh, some you know knickknacks. He he has a phaser, um, oh, which right. they can't say. You know, hey, we you know use these. Um, so he yeah. says it's yeah. it traps the lightning bolt from a thunderstorm and disintegrates things on contact. And uh, he shows them that, and that's boring. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and then I actually don't remember what what else happens in this room because I think it's. Just a setup to just Tuvok? show you that he has a bunch of knickknacks. Doesn't Tuvok decide to leave at this point? Or he that's wants a to little take... bit later. That's okay. yeah, that's, that's later. All right, but, never mind. But but Janeway eventually makes him go back to the ship. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't even remember what happens in the scene. Oh this yes. Is... Yeah, well, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. They um they want to meet with the prince. That's right. So they ask okay. him to take them to take right for for him to take them to the uh, auction that night. Where they can meet the prince and maybe buy their CPU back. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, even though, how does hold? Yeah. On, I thought that this was like a post uh, currency era. Not on this. The the Federation is. Yeah. Okay. So, what were they planning on buying it with? Um. I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm assuming they can. Uh, well, no, they they can't materialize things because the rep- replicators aren't working yeah good point so All that's right. a great point sex the only well, thing they think they can i was just the yeah that's right currency. jimmy jimmy's gonna do a little dinner and a show uh that's right. yeah um that's a great point yeah i'm not sure i would barter i guess would be there yeah main... yeah but they didn't bring anything they just had right. Tuvok. they bought <laughs> they had, nothing they had janeway and tuvok <laughs> in the open the pilot we saw them try to barter the water but they would need and that went so well to be able to do that right. yeah that, that yeah. did not go well <laughs> i don't know so um, i think janeway yeah. is trying to get out get out get around and find tau so she yeah. tells tuvok to kind of like small talk to distract yeah. da vinci mm-hmm 
And it was it's really weird because he's he he claims to be from Scandinavia. Right. And I don't know why. Oh, earlier in this act, when uh, Janeway meets up with uh, Da Vinci, she's with Tuvok and Da Vinci makes note of his ears. And he said, yeah. he says like, oh, you look weird. Um, and he says like, oh, he's Scandinavian. And then he says something about like strange people from strange lands, something like that. Like, oh, oh yeah, people are so diverse. Look at that. But- and that's it. Nothing to see here. Yeah. Also, Tuvok is black, and Scandinavia is not necessarily known for like having a lot of people of color, right? In that part of the world, Tuvok, I believe, is the only uh, black person on this entire planet. I'm pretty sure. So he would. Yeah, you're probably right. He would definitely stick (laughs) out. out. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they picked Scandinavia. Maybe they just assumed like. Leonardo had not ever seen anyone from there, so maybe, yeah, it would make sense. But yeah. he, he's—I mean, he probably saw African people and other maybe coastal Mediterranean countries. I don't yeah. know, North Africa. I'm, not, I'm like, not sure how much he traveled during his life. The the real the real Leonardo da Vinci. Vinci. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah know. I don't know. But probably should know uh, that. Um, but that conversation means absolutely nothing. It's just like a distraction. Just to yeah, get the, true, true. Uh, but you the had to get filled. them talking for the for the end sentence. Well, which, well yes, which that's was, true. Yeah, which that's uh, a good point. So uh, Da Vinci obviously just kind of <laughs> bored with the conversation because yeah. Tuvok is terrible at conversation. Says yeah. uh, uh, this this conversation has me dry as a Vulcan. Right. And Tuvok what? is like, ah, uh, what? Vulcan, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. apparently uh Vulcano uh is a real island off of Italy. Yeah. And I guess people from there would be Vulcans, although I don't know if people are actually from there. Huh. It just looks like a little, little tiny volcano island. Uh, okay. Then that, that probably was the so, whole reason for that entire exactly. uh, setup. Yeah. You're right, exactly. Is it yeah. is it a dry place? <laughs> If it's, it's, an, it's island? an island, must be, I guess. So I, maybe they don't island drink there. I don't know. Desert. <laughs> I don't. I'm I don't very know. Right. I, oh, I, I hope understand. it's. I hope it's a dry island in terms of alcohol. I hope that's what he was referring to. <laughs> no booze on Sundays there, because so. no one would get that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, um, that's so one of our listeners writes in and tells us how big of idiots we are and that Vulcan really has a prohibition on alcohol. Or something. I don't I know. So. <laughs> so we're back to Janeway and the prince. Yes. Um, basically, uh, the prince walks her over to version one of the CPU that we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, which is this giant right. wall with like a green triangle in the middle which mm-hmm. we've never and seen on the ship as far as i no, know we've never seen no. that um and the prince starts to ask ask the questions mm-hmm. and uh you know like it's 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 speed and it it has the female computer voice mm-hmm. um that we're also you know accustomed to roddenberry's wife um right exactly yeah uh, um, what's her name again oh, i just lost it her her name yeah Mar- 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 uh, Mar- module barrett module, yeah. module barrett. that's right barrett. Yeah. sorry um, do you know, fun fact, do you know that they, like, near when she died, they recorded her saying, like, a ton of stuff. 
like really a ton of like just words. And they did that so that they could possibly use her voice in the future in future Star Trek episodes. That's cool. That's a great idea. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I would think that's awesome that she agreed yeah. to do that. That's really right. cool. Yeah. So they have like just this huge database of, of words that she was saying. Cool. So that's, 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 well, that's pretty that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, so the prince names his price and he says, I'll give this to you for a warship. Right. Bum, bum, now, bum. I thought this was strange because at this point, are we to assume that he knows that she's the captain of Voyager? Oh, I didn't because, think so at all. Because so that, she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so on my second watching, I was like, oh, is that a plot twist? Like, does he know this whole time that this is her and he's trying he must, to. Because why else would he ask for a, a warship? A ship? Right. Right. Because like, it's, it's just super valuable. Yeah. But, but like. We, would you ask a stranger that you have no idea, like if they could provide that thing to you? Like, I feel right. like if my job is working on the black market, I totally think, oh, I have this ask ultra everybody. valuable thing. <laughs> she specifically asked for a thing he found 10 days ago. I mean, oh, but yeah. wouldn't that make him know more that that's yes, her? No, that I'm realizing that fits your what you, right. you, you said, yeah. too. Yeah, right. But I was just thinking, you know, I and I didn't pick up been, on him knowing, but just that could have been an interesting plot twist. Sorry, maybe um, maybe that's like the thing he's really after. He wants to the actual ship itself. So maybe he's yeah. asking a lot of people for that for his valuable stuff. Uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I just thought I like she was kind of. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I just feel like it could have been an interesting like storyline where maybe this becomes a story about her possibly giving up the voyager so that everyone can no. live happily on this planet <laughs> why, why, would never have, why would she give up the voyager to get the thing that runs the voyager well what if <laughs> what i'm saying is like if they're hopeless like there's they're never gonna get home their journey home like maybe this is a new home <laughs> oh, I would have loved four more seasons of the crew on this planet. On this planet. With Leonardo da Vinci. No one would ever watch that show. That would have been great. That would have been great. <laughs> just, that been like I feel torture. like I need to write fan fiction for this show and just write you all these sh- you terrible spin-off episodes. You should write so like bad. short stories, Star Trek, like like what if stories. You know, like yeah. what if Does what if they chose to stay? Exist? It probably oh, oh, it does. I'm sure it does. <laughs> you should do it also. Okay. Absolutely. Good idea. Um, I don't know. So oh, that so goes to... He, oh, sorry, he asked for a warship, but he could have said $2, and no matter what, she doesn't have it. Because once again, True. she came to a bartering center with nothing. Absolutely. So excellent. True. Yeah, but go ahead. <laughs> Great point. So that's the end of Act 3, yeah. I think. I think we're uh, getting there. Um so they're meeting back in the uh, uh, workspace of Da Vinci. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuvok pauses him. Right. Hmm. On like, the emitter. Taps, taps the emitter. Right. Which, okay. <laughs> Why have we been playing, like games with this hologram the whole time like when they saw him why they didn't they they didn't just take him to like a remote place hey we found one of our five items we lost right just done yeah. you know yeah. tur- like pause him why didn't like a shuttle come down take them all back to the ship and then they could work out a better plan instead of having to like pandering to this holographic character 
on a planet. <laughs> Good point. And she continues to like, pander to him too right. after this discovery. Because he's not real. Like Tuvok is adamant, like he is not a real person, but she is like delusional. But if you can pause the motherfucker, it's like, well then <laughs> what the hell is the whole point of this episode? So like, they, they like it's crazy. One of the things that like kind of sells like we should totally just leave and forget about Da Vinci as a person is that Da Vinci had drawn these like Im- immaculate maps of the city. Yeah. And that Tuvok's like, oh, I get it. We're going to give this to Seven of Nine and we'll figure out something to right. uh, triangulate on the position of a thing to make the episode all better or something. Right. Again. And how long uh, how- did those take? The maps. Okay, not the That's what I'm too. saying. Yeah. He wasn't right. like in a helicopter or like True. on the top of the mountain. Like, <laughs> he how does he, besides being able to draw a perfect map, like, which you yeah. can specifically say later on in the episode could not have been improved by the ship's computer. Right. Yeah. Actually, and Tubak Gosha mentions too that they're topographical maps, which are top yeah. down elevation yeah. views. Which, yeah. like, I think, did he uh, yeah. view them from a helicopter? <laughs> like, or his flying. There's machine, some maybe? sort of time bubble happening here. He's There's some sort of time, time bubble. bubble where this hologram <laughs> went back in time, spent ten years as the you know prince's patron, somehow got warped back to the start of that uh, patronage, and is now helping that. Like it's just, it doesn't make any guys, sense, guys. You guys are forgetting that he's a genius. <laughs> and it all makes sense if you just throw the word genius at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which they do True. Uh, uh, so, Anyhow, okay, so, so it's like okay we have this the most logical yeah. plan our best plan of action is to d- just leave let's get out of here yeah. let's get back to the ship and Janeway is like but but he's he's a genius yeah <laughs> he's he's the most creative mind in the earth's history and <sighs> just I'm staying and I'm not going to listen to you. Yeah. And basically orders him to just leave her alone. Right. Man, she's and the I'm worst. not sure exactly how, but this totally fits in to she does not have the best interest of the Voyager's crew. Well, in mind. And this one, she definitely doesn't because she's just a maniac in this one. I mean, mm-hmm. she's she is just blatantly doing whatever she feels is best for like her personal like growth as a as a student of this. Yeah fake person like it doesn't, it doesn't yeah, make any true. sense is, is like, she in, is she in love does i guess that, so she must be it? i mean just go, go read a book about his life or something you know like yeah, why, why do you true. have to like prove yourself to this fake person like it doesn't and it really how, has no payoff uh, how uh, long at this oh, point God. have they been at sea how long have they been like four years i guess they've been trying to get home what do, do you, you think, mean? Do you think like, she's lost her since, mind because they've Voyager. been traveling oh, for so oh, long? Yeah. Oh, they, oh, yeah. This is this is year four that they're in right now. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I mean, she yeah. might be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> she's certainly crazy in, in, in this one. She's bonkers. Um, so so okay. Tuvok leaves. Um, and that's where we go back to that scene where the, the, the doctor and seven, we can just skip that because we yeah. already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we go back to the planet. And Tao uh, surprises her and says, ha. Well, okay, sorry. Janeway on the comm is explaining the whole plan to Tuvok. Right. While Tao is standing behind her. Oh, is that how it goes? Yes. I okay. Okay. Blocked this I missed part that. out of my memory, I think. Because I, okay. <laughs> I was yeah. just time checking. I'm like, I don't 
Yeah, this is about where I was time checking yeah. hard. Next. I was yeah. hard time checking. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't catch this the first time either. But yeah. <laughs> Janeway is literally just saying all the steps to the plan to Tuvok. Yeah. For no reason. While he's in the room, while Tao's in the room, Tao is in the room, and no one noticed him. She didn't know. He, and so, like, that's amazing. He just interrupts and says, "Oh, so that's your plan?" And I knew yeah. you were a captain or what, something like that. And uh, he has a phaser. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. luckily, Leo shows up. Yep. And hits him over the head with like a vase or something. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, the main villain of the episode is unconscious on the floor in front of you. Yes. Yeah. You think you could probably solve your problem? Right there. Probably they could wake him up, tie him up to a they chair. They could have could like captured him or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you could have like Da Vinci build some sort of torture device, you know, like Certainly. Uh, you know. Any one of dozens <laughs> of presentable ideas, but But no, they just leave. No. <laughs> they they just run. They run, yes. Have we covered the scene yet? I don't know if, if it's after this where they capture one of the pirates and bring them on board. Question oh, I think them. we missed. I, th- I think we skipped that. Yeah. But okay, yes. yeah. So, Beth, Beth, so you at some take point that? Yeah. the crew captures captures a pirate. I don't uh, know how yes. they do this. Tom, Tom and yeah. Neelix are sent to the other continent. That ah, that's Janeway right. And. Tuvok are Tuvok. not on. Which okay. we don't they, see, by the way. We don't and see. They, okay. they come back with this scoundrel. I don't yeah. even remember that. But apparently the scoundrel has Starfleet weapons and things like that. And he's wearing a Voyager uniform. Yeah, um, he has a bunch of stuff that he's... Yeah, yeah exactly. but they they question him. Um, he gives them some information about Tao. But they let him go with all the stuff. Like, they're just like, sure, keep the weapons. Keep the uniform. Keep whatever. Well... <laughs> See ya. They, 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 yeah, they lured him there with promise of like being able to trade for a warp coil or some other techno yeah. jargon. Right. Yeah. Uh, and he's like really offended when they're like, nope, we just want information. He's like, well, this has been a waste of my time. Yeah. yeah. But he's like As wearing though, their uniform. He, he wasn't know that- like just caught stealing all their shit. Right. right. He's just yeah. like, I, how dare you waste my time? <laughs> so like as like a consolation like like hey you know we didn't mean to waste your time you can keep our rifle and uniform you stole keep our swag yeah it's weird yeah. man it's a, yeah, and they don't revisit this, this at all they just, no. this, okay the third plot line we've come across that they just abandoned this whole scene i think is just to give those characters not even the audience mm-hmm. just those characters info on what's going on because we're when when that scene takes place, we were about to meet Tao anyway because they were going to go to the party. Uh, yeah. So this yeah, scene but... is like just filler, just for Chakotay. But Tuvok to know what's already, happening. Already being back to the ship, he could have told everybody. Like, I don't think so yet. I think this was uh, a few uh, scenes okay, ago. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But but what I'm saying, it's weird that you have a scene where characters are learning something but not necessarily the audience because they already know stuff in a in like a limited time structure that's a weird scene yeah. to have yeah. you know that is an excellent way to put it newman maybe that is the explanation for why shows are boring 
Right. <laughs> like if they include, yeah. If they include stuff like this where the scene is only informational to the people in the show. Right. You're just like, all right, move on. We get it. Right. <laughs> okay. Never and like, and like, like I'm, and I'm okay. not even talking about things where like, okay, from the start of the movie, like you as the viewer know who the killer is and then everyone else is trying to figure it out. That's a different format, you know? That's different. In, yeah. In this show, we were going to find out who Tao was anyway in like one second. Yeah. So it does, it's just like, I, th- I think it was pure filler. Weird. Because this guy never comes back. Yeah. We, I they don't never even know. Do we even visit these characters again? No. Chicote no. and stuff like that? Like we don't, no. we see them maybe oh, once well, at the see end. Them. Yeah. But yeah, it's all just a, Neelix doesn't show up again. I don't, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember. So, I didn't even remember that, that part where the other two got sent to yeah. the other continent, but okay. Yeah. It's also, all they sent Neelix, which makes no sense. Yeah, but. he's not. He's not like like an enforcer. Like, yeah, right. Because Neelix has security. Co- <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. Um. So yeah, hmm. that's that's okay. another wasted, wasteful scene. Um. So now we go to Janeway and Leonardo running in what looks like the back lot of like a pipe factory or something. It's yeah. just like it's just a weird like, industrial zone. Yeah, weird. It's yeah. like they went to like the like a a chemical plant or something and like shot for a day. Right. Didn't really fit <laughs> anything else in yes. the entire episode. It looked yeah. very very earth. <laughs> it looked like, like a yeah. wastewater management plant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Lots it's of like it's like piping. It's like the scene from uh the first Tim Burton Batman where like. The Joker falls into the vat. Yes, it looks like that, but just during daytime. Yep. I really <laughs> hope it was the same lot that they I shot hope so on. Too. That would just that warm my been. heart. <laughs> um, now you guys have to help me out with this because they're trying to search for the CPU um, right. version two. I call it. Well, yeah. they or the, know the processor what building it's in. Right, they're mm-hmm. trying to find the door. Right. Okay. Now. Someone here, it's either I think it's Jane Way, mentions shadows and light. Okay. This, no, this, how, is a, this is a place where Leo that, gets to show his genius. How does that solve where the door is? Because I, I don't know. So okay. the, I, yeah, I, I, so they're <laughs> walk, so just for some background, they're walking yeah. along through this wastewater treatment plant. Yes. And <laughs> da Vinci, this is the point where Da Vinci mentions that he's been to all of these places and that they're all pretty similar, but all like slightly different. Right. And then they're talking about, I think, finding the door. Janeway has to convince him actually to go that they need to go into the building because mm-hmm. he keeps saying he says something like, no, we need to escape. And she's like, look, our only way of escape is to get to this thing. And then I promise you, I have a way to get us out. She's talking about being beamed out. And he, I think at some point she asked him to like trust her that there's things that he doesn't know about right and yeah a couple other things um and talks about like it's a poor apprentice to not surpass their master a whole bunch of shit right so um they're talking about like where he would hide a door i think and then she says something like well he's a thief and then leonardo just goes like shadow and light that's the answer it is which leads him to a door yeah. Okay. I, so, so, okay. So I, it's dumb, but the okay. whole rationale is that a thief, his main concern would be other thieves. Sure. Okay. So that 
if there was like some kind of attacking army or force, he'd want them facing into the sunlight when trying to enter the door. That's how he figured out what side of the building the door was on. But they okay. that wasn't true of the door they entered, though, right? Correct. Okay. No, I, no, no. <laughs> okay. What they shot was a heavily shadowed Shadow door, door that was underneath, like, an overhang. Like, it yeah. was... Which it, Janeway magically knows how to open, by the way. She just... Yeah, boop, boop, I'm not sure where she got that magically. key code from. Yeah. And there's no way there's one door in this whole complex. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but there's a window somewhere they could have they could have snuck in through. Yeah. Okay, so assuming there's one door, and assuming yeah. that thieves bring armies and take things by force, and assuming okay, so he got the <laughs> side of the building correct, right? And that door was conveniently located like right behind them. Yeah, literally oh, right behind them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So then Janeway is master hacker or something and gets in the door in a yeah. second. I don't know how she did. They ever like uh, say that she got a password from the guy or like found it in his pockets. I don't think they do. No, I don't know. I don't think so. I miss, she just, I miss I, that. I, I don't know. There's uh, like, like they talk for like five solid minutes before this, too, about yeah. her and him arguing about going in the door and right. Being a good apprentice, it's just like, just shut up and go in the, the door. Whole thing's, like it's, the whole thing's awful. It's yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, it's terrible. Anyways, <laughs> um, so they they will not break in. They they walk in because they know the key code somehow. Um, and they find uh the computer version two. This is the one that you were talking about, Beth. The mm-hmm. beam of light in the center of it's the, the it's the glowing orb of brilliant yeah. white light. Right. Um, how, how this relates to the first computer that they found, I don't know, but the only thing I can think of is that the first one, that giant green wall thing Mm -hmm. was just a speaker, like a, like a, like a a drive-through speaker where you could access access the computer without actually being at the computer. Ah, so it's like, so it's like remote access to... Where it's actually being kept, I guess. But the the okay. the thing was like ten feet tall and ten feet wide. I don't know why they would yeah. need that for a speaker. The but... way that he showed yeah. it off to her made it seem like that was the computer. Like yeah. here, like this is the computer. But, but I guess, so, I, like I don't know. You, yeah, wouldn't you, the computer no, technically be like the whole ship, right? Because like the computer is integrated into every piece of the ship. So really, like the ship is it, the computer. The computer is, is the it? ship because the ship can still function. Just not as well. That's what that, right. well, that was my question because, like, right? It, did they steal the whole thing? Because they say they only sold the processor too. So, it, right? Like, they obviously they still have memory and stuff because they have to have they have a ton of stuff. I mean, they, they still have like, they still have like um, impulse engines. They still have uh, weapons up or or some sort of weapons. Weapons, I think. yeah, yeah. They still have life not, support. They yeah. still have shields. So, I mean, they they have a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's never really explained very well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So, hmm. so they're about to activate this to um, start the signal to get transported out so Voyager can find them and they get ambushed. Right. Yeah. So she um, says, like, uh, hey, Voyager, beam up to and the, the computer. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, so they, they're standing right by the computer, but at the last second, 
there's someone shooting at them, so they dive out of the way. Yes. Right. Which you could still think that maybe they could have gotten transported out. Right. How uh, how precise is that? Does that have to be? It, well, it doesn't varies. Even, it doesn't from Janeway either. It goes through Da Vinci, right? This is the scene. Yeah. Where it, like, like she could have just stood still, beamed out with the computer, and they she could have just made a new Da Vinci in the holodeck. But the doctor would be super claustrophobic and lonely. Oh, that's that's oh, true. true. Yeah. yeah. See? See? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, <laughs> too, if we could talk about transporter technology for a second. Let's yeah. do it. So okay. <laughs> so the idea behind the transporter, right? Transporter is that it just it kind of like separates all of your molecules and then puts them right. all back together, right? Yes. So sure. theoretically, if you are, and it has like biofilters that can filter out disease and viruses and stuff, yeah. bacteria. Mm-hmm. So, Talked about it on this very show. So yep. theoretically, like, even if she did get shot, couldn't the transporter on the other end just put her back together using the memory it has of her and put her back together whole? Like, even if she got got injured, it could theoretically put her back together okay we'll see now you're getting into the tricky part of star trek uh-huh. where why doesn't anyone not ever die ever because you know yeah if you if you beam down or up from somewhere they they have your trace signal right in the transporter right they so could there's a whole just replicate um, you yeah i can't remember what the youtube channel is but it's a guy like funny explaining things which is a lot of youtube channels but there's a whole episode they do on this transporter like dilemma so the idea Mm -hmm. too is like you basically ask the questions of like question of every time you transport like do you actually die right because like is a new person like being is it a new person being generated each time and then it's like an existential crisis yeah Yeah. the conclusion Um, it came to was that yes the the person being beamed out of a place ceases Mm -hmm. to exist Right. Right. And a new copy kind of takes on yeah. the right. role. So anyways. Which is really morbid. And oh, kind yeah, of totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what the totally. that's what the prestige is about. The movie, the prestige. That's how he does that's how he does that trick. You know, mm-hmm. he Oh has, yeah. He has right. to kill himself every time to do that trick. So it's the mm, price yeah, of man. art. It's, it's the price right. of art, man. And science. <laughs> <laughs> so Leo okay, has been anyways. shot through the chest with mystifying lightning which is just a phaser right and this blows his little mind he's well yes and they also subdue the two attackers um yes 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 yes. and then but that's but that's easy um yeah he's like casarina you know what am i or or am i human i think i i I think he asks uh she's like well we got no don't don't worry about it now let's go yes yes am i dead (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm in Man. a land of wonders and right. crazy technology, and I just got shot. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And she basically shuts him down right there. Like, stop being stupid. We have to go. I just. Um, so. I just realized how much of this episode we have left to talk about. And it's like. It's actually, it's actually not, that, not that much at all. Yeah. It yeah, seems like an. Close to the end. Seems yeah. like an eternity. It's no. like so it's, oh ending, no, it's painful. It is painful. Some kind of interference, and that's why they can't just beam out 
to the ship normally. Right. Yeah. Right? They need, yeah. Even though, they, they, even though they could yeah. do it, the computer. Right. Yeah. The, 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 the ship, by the way, listeners did get the computer. So the ship is happy. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but um, the interference that had been blocking them from going back the whole time has now, I guess, returned. I guess so. Because so now Janeway yeah. has a thing called a site to site transporter. Right. Which yes. aren't all transporters site to site. Isn't that kind of like the definition of a transporter? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yes. I don't understand why yes. I have to specify that. This, this but blew it's... my mind too. So it's a site to site transporter, but wouldn't you need one on the other end? Right? Oh, because maybe that, that's, that's the what I thought. But they that's transport. What's special about- they transport to a place that there's they didn't pry previously set up the other end of the transporter. But Did that's what's special know? about the that's trans- spe- to the the site to site is as I believe you you can do that with the site to site. You can just go anywhere. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's- well, not 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 anywhere, but like anywhere within reasonable distance. You but don't need two ends of it, like I don't believe so. Because that to me that's what would distinguish a site to site versus a regular transporter. Yeah, if I right. had those two technologies, I would totally name the site to site the one that needs a receiver on the other end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but this one doesn't, apparently. Yeah, I'm not sure about that yeah. technology, but okay. you, they they pull it out every once in a while in Star Trek in, like, but, dire situations. Yeah. It's like okay, the tricorder. They, they don't transport to a random place. They transport right. to a seemingly random place. Yes. Okay. It's a weird, like, desert Hill area hills. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. What it's to like, call it's that. like a field with a hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. uh, so they're, and they're fleeing, they're fleeing Tao yes. and the, his, I guess, buddy minion, yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, be, and in the moment of, of fleeing for their lives, mm-hmm. they decide to have like an existential conversation about the nature of knowing and life. Yeah. <sighs> a big conversation. I'm not yeah. sure why. Well, because I I think Leonardo finally says, like, stop, please tell me, you know, what's going on. Mm-hmm. A, um, a hologram tells Janeway to stop from yes. bad guys with phasers. <laughs> and she's like, to be fair, there's only two okay, bad guys. hologram. <laughs> right. Oh, also, she has a gun, too. And so that's true. Okay. She could, she <laughs> so, Dan, you just mentioned, too, that they don't transport to a random place. But right. how would... Janeway know where they're going. Like, it seems no, like it is random because it does not make sense. I know it's called luck and circumstance. And, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Maybe they're, maybe they're just wildly lucky, but they happen to be really close to his invention. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That I guess he's been that. working on in the desert. Yeah. Right. Which I guess that seems intentional. It except... totally seems intentional, but Janeway hadn't seen it before and she's the one who programmed programmed the site to site so that she was just like that's gtfo and yeah they go to a place that conveniently has an escape waiting for them yeah so okay okay, so they have this horrible conversation about existence and jamie mentioned some dumb bird shit where it's like if you're if you're in a cage and you're a bird what would you expect out of life and then you know oh yeah the, yes I, the bitch, she's all make right, a home um, in an elm yeah. <laughs> I would hunt insects yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, and then Janeway is like well if you had a great teacher as a bird you wouldn't learn anymore right and he was like yes that would be 
insane to believe that I would learn even from Aristotle himself if I was a bird. Oh. And somehow that like makes him realize that, you know, there are answers to questions that he just will Doesn't never know, know to ask as which I think is dumb. Because it's an apt analogy. What's the matter with that? I thought well, the, I, guess, I thought I just, the point was to illustrate that like birds' minds are not capable of understanding more than what a bird's mind is capable of understanding. So yeah. like oh, yeah. Oh, so is she calling him concept. an idiot? An idiot? They could have just like, said it in like two tell an inventor. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, no, not only that, it's not it's not a good analogy because in the analogy, a being with supposedly a higher level of intelligence is teaching a being that cannot understand it because their brain is not as sophisticated right so but in this analogy it's a human and a replica human like (laughs) teaching each other so like he could understand that shit like he's a person like i don't i I don't understand but it would take a long time and he couldn't even grasp the concept of bad guys are coming for us right now right (laughs) exactly (laughs) i feel like with enough time leonardo da vinci of all people would probably get it you know, well, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, you know, in his life, he was the smartest dude around mm-hmm. and he did not believe there was a cap on what he could understand. And right. she just needed to shut him up. True. To get out. Yeah. All right. I, I think I'm, I'm giving that's her fair. way too much credit. OK. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But oh, the, anal- the analogy does not hold. No, that's the only reason I could actually understand why she would go to the Da Vinci simulation. Mm hmm. It's like a super ego trip. Like, I'm going to tell Da Vinci how dumb he is. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Prove I like that, that. I, I, am, I can best the best she's, minds. She's done being talked down to from like Tom Paris uh, or something. That's yeah. Right. I love yeah. It. Too much, too I like much that. mansplaining. She's going to mansplain yeah, right. some back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Actually. So now they, um, they stumble across his fully assembled flying machine version 2.0. That just mm-hmm. happens to be here. Right. Just with happens a, to be runway, here. It has a runway that he built as well, like a ramp. Did you guys see the well, ramp? Yeah, it needs it. Yeah. I know, but like, that took some well, planning. Oh, no? yeah, absolutely. He did it well, all yeah. in 10 days. That's what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he's built this fucking thing, built the ramp, gone to places with the prince. He figured out like what metals to days. use too, because they're, she mentions that they're alloys that wouldn't be found on Earth. Like there's special metals that he could only right. get there maybe exactly maybe this is how he got uh did the topographical map i was thinking when we <laughs> were talking about it earlier the city. Oh, i was God, thinking I about so. that earlier <laughs> i was like i really hope <laughs> that he's been gliding around yeah figuring out what the landscape but the most like. hilarious part is it doesn't look anything like his famous you know uh model to mm-hmm. fly it well, looks just it's it's a well, hang yeah. glider that one did it's yeah. like a <laughs> It's like a 1990s, like, like Mountain Dew extreme sports, like hang gliding competition. Sponsored by Surge. Exactly. Like, what? Like, <laughs> Lime Green at least make it is... cool. At least make it like, like, with like wings, you know, like they're, they're flapping to, to, I don't know, escape or something. Yeah. I don't know. Man. Um, so, so they, they see it and they get shot at. Yeah. Uh, with with lasers or photons or whatever you call them, yeah, and lasers. Uh, and then Janeway's just like, ah, it looks it looks like it'll work. Let's just yeah. strap ourselves in. <laughs> Let's go for it. <laughs> I I don't know if, if like visual inspection is uh, 
the height of aerodynamic uh, judgment. <laughs> but absolutely, sure. I mean, so, so yeah, they they look like they're buckling themselves in. Yeah. Yeah. So he made this for two people. Just because. <laughs> also, there's just no because. like seats or anything. So they just got to no. strap it around their armpits. She's or like standing up yeah. and like supporting herself with her like her like arm across like a, a crossbar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which looks really weird. Yeah. You guys have some really high standards for the first glider ever. <laughs> I'm just like, saying, if you're, sp- if you're supposed to fly in it, you got to how you're going to just right. hang off the end. Like no, what? they put right. their feet on the little bar. All right. I guess so. That's fair, I guess. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so. So they get going, and this is probably one of the corniest things I've ever seen in a Star Trek episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe the corniest. It's just, Absolutely. it's just awful. It's just terrible. It's just like the cheesy music, and it's like we're doing something so great, and like Janeway's smile is just enough to make me like want to like punch a roof tile in half. <laughs> it's just like it's just okay. so corny, and it just like lingers on it for way so, too long. So they take off. Yeah, they're in the air. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm just venting. <laughs> This is so bad. Yeah, it's like, you know, this came out, what, like 15 years after E.T.? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same scene, but (laughs) not good. I'm like, um, again, again, Dan, just to bring up your point. I mean, an episode all about flying, contemplating flight in an era of spaceships seems dull. Yes. <laughs> like, and why? so they, they could have done, I don't know, gliders. She's, she's, yeah. yeah, go ahead. And the people pursuing them are, are they awestruck? Yeah. They, like, they stopped they shooting. Have, they could they have, totally, they're they moving have phaser at about rifles, five miles an hour. They have phaser rifles in hand, like ready to go. Yeah. And they're just, yeah, like just shoot the thing down. Just shoot it. Like, like. Vaporize them. Even if they didn't, like, they have access to, like, space-worthy ships. Right. right. So why are they awestruck? (laughs) Like, like, maybe (laughs) it's, like, such a dumb idea to escape on a glider that they're just like, holy shit. They're, like, they were just dumbfounded. Like, holy fuck. I wonder if they're going to die in that thing. This is not the backstory, but I really hope it is. So the backstory is that this race of people, because they've relied so heavily on stealing their technology, has forgotten Mm -hmm. how all of it works. So, like, they're awestruck because they don't actually know how flight mechanics, like, happen or how their spaceships work. They just rely on them to work because they, like, don't have to build anything or have the mechanical knowledge. So, like, that that's the reason. As much as I appreciate that theory... They have spaceships. So yeah, it's what like, I'm saying is like they don't actually know how that stuff works. They just right. turn it on and hit the gas. Like that's okay. how it goes. But okay, so they're awestruck that like this is how flight works. I can do that. And this guy figured it out because they don't. They no longer have the knowledge. Right. Which is kind of like actually in the pilot episode, right? Isn't that what happens in the pilot episode of the series? The people who live in the um, with the protector or whatever, yeah, they don't kind of how to do things. Yeah, um, uh, Kess's people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, bringing it all together. Yeah, These are descendants of Kess's people. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I appreciate that theory. Okay. And uh, thank you. It, it would it would make more sense than what they showed, which is just nothing. True. Good point. It's just it's just a <laughs> And then Dan, Dan is uh, awestruck. Okay. So so they're they're transported away, glider it and all um, mm-hmm. into car- cargo bay four, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicote says. Um, and then the villains, they pan back to them for a second and there's like, there's no reaction on their faces. It's just like <laughs> the same shot almost. It's like, and, and that's it. Like, that's all we, we, we hear from those guys ever again. It's like, so yeah. there's, it's just like the worst losing. It's just like, they, they don't re- react. Like they didn't even really care. It's like, yeah. okay, we'll just cut, cut our losses and go back to our enormous castle. And again, like. <laughs> My question is, did they go after the other stuff that got stolen? I hope so. I don't you think know? so. Like you... I think they just got the most important piece and just... They got the um, computer and the emitter. Got out of there. Yeah. Yeah, but... That's it. Okay. That's all you need. But, no, I mean, Beth, okay. that is a valid point, especially when the Voyager is always, you know, talking about being low on resources and, yeah. like, low on weaponry. Like, you never know when you were, you're going to need that, especially because well, your right, journey but... is indefinite in a time of limited resources you should definitely hang out with da vinci in the holodeck as captain right i don't understand good point which she does and so we're back on the ship we don't talk to any of the other crew about what what happened we we don't touch base with chakote tom paris harry it's just immediately back in the holodeck. The, the, <laughs> oh, yeah, the that's only right. reason I'm that's okay right. with that is because it would have added seconds to the runtime of this episode. There you go. <laughs> but like, no one has any questions about this switch anyway. It's nothing like, so how'd it go down there? It's just that's just done. Like yeah. that's that's how'd it go? Where's end my of uniform? Story. <laughs> now I have to serve naked. <laughs> right. Right. So she's back with Da Vinci. He's thinking of leaving to. Um, France, because mm-hmm. right. he's frustrated with with uh, Florence and the the people there, and he wants to um, be the new uh, patron to the to the king of France. Is that what he said? Yeah, I think so. The Something king of like France. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's I mean that's it. That's, that's yeah. then, then he's like, oh, will you walk me to my carriage? And she's like, of course I will. And the then it end. cuts to That's the end. <laughs> but before that it cuts to a picture that he drew, an illustration of a bird oh, in a cage. Oh yes, that's right. Yes, thank which you. Nicely okay. wraps it up. The Brings analogy the that didn't work. Right. It was not appropriate. Cuz that's not how analogies work. And I believe this is the last we ever see of him in Voyager. This is his oh, second okay. of two appearances. So <laughs> that's it. She she never revisits him. This computer program somehow is living its own life over in France now. I don't know how the holodeck works. It boggles my mind. Well, yeah, so kind of what you were saying with the transporter, Beth, uh, they beamed hollow Da Vinci aboard, which means Uh I think they beamed the emitter aboard. Yes. Which means they could have made a new emitter for the doctor. (gasps) That's what I was thinking, because if they're using the replicators to well, mm. make things they could they could have just made another one right you know what they they get the emitter from a future time shift like from like the like the 28th century what? yeah that's a great episode um yeah that that's like that's like future tech okay 
I don't know if they so could remake that. Future okay. tech can be transported, but not replicated. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't they have the signature uh, at that point? That, Newman, I can't, answer me. I can't, I can't answer to that. All I know is that the, that the hollow emitter is, in fact, future tech from like 400 years to Voyager's future. Okay. So uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. So that's how the episode ends. That's that one. With <laughs> confusion and sadness. Yep. So. Uh, that so, was a rough one. That yeah. was. was uh, overall impression. Anybody? I think I. Um, yeah, go ahead, Newman. Well, no, Beth, I actually want to hear from you because you said you were um, kind of like in the middle on this one. So I think. How I, do you feel now after talking about it? <laughs> Yeah, I think my impression has changed. It's definitely really bad. Like, yeah. so when I was wa watching loosely um, the first time through, I was not watching at all. I was like, pretty sure I was checking Instagram. Pretty sure I was rolling out some muscle aches on my foam roller. Yeah. Doing pretty much anything other than watching this episode. <laughs> so This one, this first, one makes you feel that way. Yeah, yeah, at first I was like, oh, okay, meh. But no, it's really bad. I, I yeah. think... Um, if I were to ha had to had to tell you whether or not it was worth the voyage, I would definitely say no, not worth the voyage. That's fair. Yep, that's fair. How about you guys? Uh, Dan, I, Dan I was it worth well, the voyage for you? I as well say it was <laughs> not worth the voyage. It was silly in a not fun way. Mm -hmm. It's just poor execution and poor acting about characters I didn't care about with stakes you could see through. Yeah. So mm -hmm. nothing happened right. for a, for way too long. Right. Yeah. That's almost it. an hour. Not worth the voyage. <laughs> All right, Newman. Newman. Hard no. Hard no. <laughs> not Excellent. worth the voyage. Saw that one coming. <laughs> um it just as as you mentioned, it, it, it has nothing. It has nothing for me as a Star Trek fan. Um, Janeway in it. And I, I I hate to pick on her so much, but I just she makes it easy to to not like her, especially in this one. It was just the way they wrote her character. We've talked about this a number of times, but yeah. had they just written Picard, who happened to have boobs, it would have been fine. But they didn't. Sure. You know what I mean? They like they yeah. wrote this weird. I don't even I don't even know how to describe it, but the, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of times where they, I think, try to unnecessarily like humanize her, whereas mm -hmm. with other great captains like Picard, like he often did not show his like emotional humanity side. He right. often was because he didn't very, need to. Yeah, very rational and that kind of stuff. So, and I I know that that's a common criticism of women in general that like if you act that way, you are unfairly seen, maybe as bitchy or pushy or bossy or whatever um mm -hmm. but i feel like they went a little too far in the other direction with her quite a lot so i totally agree yeah that's so, that's why i think i pick on her quite a bit i don't know yeah. i've been reading a lot about the uh the writers of the show and the creators of the show and mm -hmm. a few of them really wanted to have a very big departure okay. from next gen especially because of their situation where sure. you know like um, yeah, I, I was reading a lot of uh, Ronald D. Moore. Uh, okay. Yes, 
He left uh, the show because of uh, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. He left this show especially because of how it was going, and yep. his like major vision for this was like you know the Voyager would get damaged and it wouldn't get fixed and right. be like yeah. worse and worse as the series went on and like yep. because they're so far away from Starfleet like the the chain of command the whole like military aspect might kind of start to break down they kind of like, huh. become their own like society yeah. and culture and that sounded really interesting. But uh, the uh, the rest of the people did not buy into that and yeah. said, no, yeah, I f- we I want to like have it. The, Star Trek. If, if the ship were damaged in a way, that could be really interesting because you could see this voyage from a perspective that sucks. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Like at times, maybe they're miserable, you know, and like that's oh, interesting yeah. and right. dark. But like and in it this also end, gives more more plot points like, OK, if our engines don't work anymore. Right. That's a whole season where we have to think about how to get, you know, like mm-hmm. places like on impulse only, you know, which, like that. Yeah. That'd be so neat. Which actually thinking um, about it too, like, um, yeah, like you mentioned Newman, like that could, that could come some interesting plot points for solving these, in, these problems, practical problems. But I think that's part, like problems like that are, are in shows like Firefly which is a sure. great show, you know what I mean? But the way they yeah. show like how they live on that ship, like there are definitely yeah. times where it's not very fun, you know, it's a real ship <laughs> yeah. with real problems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what's, what's cool about that is Marlon D. Moore went to go on and make Battlestar Galactica, the, mm-hmm. the remake show, which is exactly that. Yeah. It's okay. ex- exactly yeah. awful <laughs> times in space. Like <laughs> there's, there's depression, there's death, there's chaos, there's, ships being blown up and not coming back and yeah so he he got to make his his wish like he so that's really cool that's cool yeah at least he got to do that so i was uh i was reading an interview he did in 2000 um was it was it a an awl chat no oh man (laughs) no it was it was Damn. no, no. It was, uh, Didn't some, we review uh, one of those some lady earlier? from some website i forget which one but uh, okay. uh the quote that i found that kind of like sums up his animosity with with the other writers and producers yeah. uh he said uh you can't talk with any kind of straight face about food rations and energy conversation and having a real kitchen in the mess hall when at the same time you've got a holodeck going it's such a facade, no matter how much uh, techno babble bullshit you come up with, the audience intuitively knows that's not truthful. There's no reality there. That would not happen. Even on Gilligan's Island, they didn't have Skipper and Gilligan sitting in, uh, in the minnow watching color television. But on Voyager, who cares? Right. Yeah. That's exactly Absolutely. your like big complaint, it's, Dan. And this is like one of the guys making the show. Like, Yeah, he, he was involved with some of the best Next Generation and Deep Space Nine seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and he definitely had a vision when he went to Voyager that got squashed and that I think he still has a huge rift with those people mm-hmm. over it, but it, it would have been a great show yeah. if that's, yeah. well, that was been a case. Also, I got a, a quote from the actual writer of this, that, this episode, one of the two writers, uh, okay. one, my favorite sentence that kind of sums up this whole thing is I hated yeah. this episode despite the fact that I wrote it. way to go joe minoski minoski all right in all fairness though i feel that way about my dissertation (laughs) i feel that was much more important writer guy this this episode (laughs) i mean i think that's common with writing but that's great for him to own up to it yeah (laughs) and it might not be all his fault i'm sure there were other choices that's true (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, so I did a little bit of uh, research. Nice. And uh, nothing specific about this episode, but Kate Mulgrew, mm-hmm. the uh, Janeway. Janeway, yeah. Uh, she wrote a memoir oh, called huh. uh, Born With Teeth. Okay. And that, and you know, you might think that's some kind of like symbolism, you know, about being aggressive or something. But no, sure. she was literally born with a full set of teeth. Oh, my. That sounds so creepy. Okay. Which apparently is a rare, but, you know, it happens. Oh, wow. Um, But even more crazy than that, and what almost makes me back off my criticism of her so much, Uh is that, uh, is, is, is this sentence, they built me a little cage because I had no sense of pain until I was four years old. Her parents kept her in a cage at least at least part of the time i don't know if it's like full right. time or anything because did she mean crib <laughs> right exactly <laughs> maybe she could like chew I'm out not, of that i'm yeah. not willing <laughs> to <laughs> read that memoir but she claims to not have had the sense of pain for the beginning huh. part of her life which has got to That's mess you fucking up bonkers. oh yeah that's crazy i wonder if she just lives this wild and crazy like takes tons of risks kind of life because she doesn't know better. Uh, I don't know. It's well, so I know like weird. the other ma- major theme of the book is uh, she had a baby when she was 22 and trying to become an actress and she gave it up for adoption hmm. mm-hmm. and then like reunited with her much later, hmm. like 20 hmm. years later. Or something. Um, Interesting. But yeah, so I think, I don't know those two oh, things like the, the mouthful of teeth and the kept in a cage Makes me think that affected why she talks so weird. Maybe, maybe that that so, that deep whisper. And I I feel a little whisper. bad for kind yeah. of picking on her. Oh, I know. It's don't. not gonna stop <laughs> me. Bad about it. But I just have to feel bad about it from now on. Okay. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, that's, that's all I really found from this episode. As a parent, okay. what would it be like if your baby had a full set of teeth? Painful. Weird. Yeah. Right. I yeah. don't know. You Very don't have painful. to go through the teething phase. I guess that's good. <laughs> right. Maybe. I don't know. Seems, seems... Uh, well, thank you. Those were some interesting uh, yeah. deep dives. Thank you. Thanks, All Dan. Right. Thank Dan's you. deep dives. Um, oh, we got, some, we got some emails. Yeah, guys, we got we got some feedback. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> um, Anthony, our good friend, Anthony. Thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> uh, he suggested we um, do a show. Uh, called Move Along Home from DS9. Um, Anthony, we're definitely going to get to that one. Um, that's a horrible episode, so thank you for the uh, feedback. <laughs> and thanks I'm, for I'm, listening. I'm kind of interested yeah. because I've only heard people speak well of DS9. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, DS9 as a whole is great, but uh, that episode in particular oh, okay. is pretty bad. All right. So, uh, All right. so Anthony, thank you for I'm listening. I'm excited. Thanks, Anthony. Absolutely. Um. And we also heard from our good friend, Shannon. Thanks yes. for listening, Shannon. Um, and she select, uh, she suggested another uh, original series episode, although I don't no. remember which one. Do you remember? New- <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Shannon. <laughs> All right. Maybe. Oh, something maybe about sometime. Kirk uh, passionately reads the Constitution. Yes. yes. I don't think that's the title, oh. but I'm pretty sure that's what happens sh- in it. That Sounds would be like great so. if that was the yeah. title. Of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I don't know if we'll get back to uh, original series this season, but I feel like we should put it in our queue. 
and uh, get to it eventually. So thanks for the suggestions, guys. We appreciate them and uh, keep them coming. Thanks for listening. Yes. Oh, and our friend Banks said hello. So thank you. Yes. That's thank what we you asked for. for the kind of word. <laughs> thank you. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, but keep the uh, suggestions or the questions coming. Uh, if you have questions for us, like, you know, what's our favorite Star Trek episode or something like that, feel free to ask us that as well. Or, you know, preferred ice cream flavors, you know, yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Um, at Make It So So uh, cast on Twitter. Yep. Or Make It So So podcast.com. Or make it so so podcast at gmail.com. Yep, yeah, that's right. that's right. Good job, Dan. That's right. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, our next, next episode, episode yeah. we will be talking about Course Oblivion, which is a Voyager episode from season five. A lot of people hate this one, and some people love this one. So it'd be kind of interesting Ooh. to see what we all think about that one. Any uh, tidbit about what's about? Um. Well, a lot of it involves a spoiler. Oh, then never mind. That is okay. kind of interesting. But um, the the Voyager crew has to race to a certain point or else they all die. That's kind of the overall synopsis of it. But it gets kind of deeper and more philosophical than that. Perfect. Ooh. All right. So, nice. yeah. Well. So it should be controversial. So, Can't wait. Stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Cool. Until next all time, right, everybody. Guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye.